All right, here we are. I think we're live. Welcome, everyone. All right. Dan here with John and Kevin. We're just uh, getting it started. A few minutes late. After all the work we went through at the summit to emphasize that you got to start on time and end on time, right? When did we say that? We never did. So okay. <laughs> we tried, but it never worked. <laughs> Playing the music helped a lot. Anyway, welcome, everyone. So uh, thanks for being here today. We're going to have some fun today and answer some questions, I hope. Uh, hey, Scott, how are you doing? Uh, looks like we got a bunch of people logged in. I see Michael Moore and Marnie and Hi Aaron. Yeah. Amy. Oh, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Missing the summit already. Hello. I know I finally got two of, I got two nights of awesome sleep, so I'm ready to roll again. So let's go have another summit, huh? Um <laughs> no, not two weeks anyway. Anyway. Got my new duck cup. That I picked up, Andrew and I, you know, Justine stopped on the way back at, at Duck Village. That's the village ah. we drove through as we left the, the town of Duck. I mean, we drove out did, of this. Uh, did you see bank. any ducks? Did you see any ducks? There were ducks everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Lots yeah. of ducks. So cool. I thought we'd start out today having a little fun and uh, share a few pictures from our summit. And... I was just going through them. I spent the last hour going through them, and I barely phased all the pictures. I mean, I got so damn many pictures, and I got pictures I got to get from Renee and from you, John, and Patty, and uh -huh. yeah. So we we just had so much fun at this thing. It was it was a, really um, unlike anything we've ever done before. So, I mean, we've done the the builder show. Uh, we didn't call them summits. Just you know, what do we call them? Stay and learn type events. Yeah, um, this truly was a summit, and this truly was. Uh, um, for me anyway, it was life changing. So I've made some decisions about some things moving forward that um, are fairly totally influenced by what I, what happened here in the last few weeks. So, and they're all good for the chief community. So I'm looking forward to moving forward with that. I was going to, um, well, let's just jump into that. So, so John, where are you located today? Kenston, North Carolina. And uh, sitting at a little just... city park we've been camping in for the last few days. Cool. You still yeah. haven't made it out of North Carolina? No. <laughs> I had to stop and work. <laughs> Living the laptop lifestyle. That a boy. Yep. yep. Um, cool. All right. So we are going to spin the wheel a little bit. But first, definitely a great event. Thanks, Aaron. Um, hey. You know, we missed you there. Come on now. You should have been there. I know. I'm just teasing. Let me get to my pictures. And let's run through these really fast. And then we'll jump into spinning the wheel for some uh, different topics. Uh, you guys get ready with your questions because half of the spots on the wheel are Q&A questions. So you get to ask questions. And the other half are just some things, some, some takeaways from the summit in, that we came back with. And if anybody on the call here today was at the summit and you had some takeaways, uh, please share them with us. I haven't even had a chance to go through all the testimonials that you guys have sent me. So uh, keep them coming. I'm looking forward to it. But let's just, uh, John, you want to share my screen? I'm not seeing my, oh, there it is. I can do it here. Never mind. Um, I got to move my screen over a little bit. I was having camera issues. Okay, present, share screen, and I want to share. 
entire screen, this screen share. There we go. So let's just start. I'm going to rip the, you know, we got to get to the summit. So I'm getting there with Mary. This was the cutest thing I've ever seen uh, when I was driving <laughs> on Swansboro before uh, the summit. I was parked at, I was at a corner and I saw this. This duck just walked up and stared in the window with the cat. I think uh, it was looking longingly at the waterer. I don't know. Uh, but the, it was called the, it was something to do with fish. So I'm sure it had something to do with that. And there's John and Patty in their van. So cool. Yeah. They're on the road. I didn't know this they... was going to go on. on uh, man, you would have cleaned up this. a little I bit. I would have right? cleaned it up a little bit better. <laughs> That's all right. So this is, we're loading up to get ready to go to the summit. So uh, I'm sure you guys at, that were at the summit appreciate all the work that, that Linda and everybody uh, put out to put this thing together. Linda and. We had, uh, we had so much food coming from Linda's house that I had to stop putting it in our trailer because it was going to overload it. There's a little bit of the food, um, a portion of it. They shop for three days before the event to get ready for it. And there's the trailer we're loading up. And here we are at the summit. And guess what's going on in the background? And guess what Renee is not paying any attention to? Who's that guy in the red shirt? <laughs> what is that? That's the Super Bowl. We had the Super I missed, Bowl game I missed, I missed that. I was with a client working. Oh, uh, Okay. But uh, Renee had his head down in chief, as he usually does. So it was pretty cool. Here's where we, before we got set up, here's the room we were in, John, you were working away. Yep. And here's the gang in the kitchen starting to prepare, prepare food. Robin is uh, was there to help out. And here we are. We're all set up day one, getting ready to go. Um, I think we're just doing a few announcements up front. I'm not even sure what, the, what day this was. I just popped some pictures together here real quick. Here's a picture of the dining room empty. And then here's a roast from sauerkraut and dumplings coming up. There's sauerkraut and dumplings. Doesn't look very good, but it really is good. Here's a group. Here we are in our, our training lab on uh, one of the days. I see Robin's doing a little presentation. And here you guys are getting ready to go drive down the beach. So, yes, we did have lots of fun during all of this event. So, um, okay, here we are in the hot tub. Um, then we move forward. Uh, here's Renee teaching with his group the first week. Here we are outside the thing. This was a common theme uh, throughout the event. Lots of hugging going on, so it was pretty cool. That's what tends to happen at these events. Kevin and I took a stroll on the beach, actually a stroll on bikes. We were driving on the beach on John's Electric Bikes. Um, here we are. What was this one? Was he oh, This was Robin um, in one of the lunchtime chat yeah. sessions. That was kind of fun. We really had a lot of fun with those. That was on the second week. Doug's making dinner. I'm at my table teaching. Here they are in the kitchen. Chris did a really good job in these pictures. He took some great shots. I should have had him stay for the second week. Because um, <laughs> his pictures are really, really good. Uh, this was, again, common theme. Every, we're having meals together, and this is where the real learning happened. Uh, the people talking to each other about their business and things that are going on in their world. That was you know, when it comes to something like this, there's nothing like it. It's just it's really cool. Um, here's uh, looking down. Um, there was uh, Parker <laughs> getting shot by his buddy. And here we are in front of the, well, the Black Stallion statue in front of the house. So this was our first week group. And I do believe I have to apologize to the second week group because I don't have my pictures in there yet. Um, and here's the team. Here's our whole team. We are the, this is the gang that made this all possible. So thanks to all of you guys. This was an, just an absolute phenomenal event. So 
yes, we did have a lot of fun. It was a lot of work, but it was very, very, very rewarding. So, um, so there we go with that. And let's keep rolling here. Here's the second week. Uh, we changed Renee's training room around a little bit to accommodate more people. So that worked out really well. He was opening, he was down in the bottom of the circular stairway area and it worked out really well. And uh, off to the right of that, there was a bar. Uh, here we are talking about as built one of the evenings. We did a bunch of evening sessions and talked shop. So this was really fun. We did chief Ar architect all day long. And then in the evenings we have different, we had sessions on marketing, on sales, on as built. Uh, uh, we did the hot seat thing, which was really cool. To me, that was one of the fondest parts of the whole event uh, where people just got to share their frustrations and things that are going on in their business and successes as well. And here we are again. Is this, uh, <laughs> here we are getting ready for a little uh, left, right, center. To say that was a hoot was, that would be a total understatement. Uh, 31 people playing left, right, center. That was uh that was a heck of a pot that you won, John. Nice job. I know. Yeah. yeah, I think I recovered all the dollars I've lost in over the years. And then probably and then some. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, really a fun, fun event. Oh, here we are. This is more people are chimed in. So can you tell we're having fun? Mm -hmm. uh, playing with our youngster there. This is Jackson. He was there with his father, 14-year-old, uh, and he's... They're learning chief architect and a little bit about business. Kind of a long story. I'm not going to get into it right now, but it was pretty cool. Uh, this is a pretty common theme. You guys sitting around the bar, uh, having a beverage and chatting shop. I mean, you guys solved just about all the problems in the chief architect world, I think. Except for that one. You forgot one. Okay. That one. Yeah. We'll have to go back and work on that <laughs> one. But yeah, pretty cool. Here's our icon board. I printed out all the 12, 1246 icons and their buttons in Chief Architect, and I put them on a banner on the wall. That was kind of fun. We, you want to just... tell Aaron where the pool table was? The pool table, that was right behind where right. Renee was speaking. It was on the other side of that wall. That doorway, wasn't it? Those are bedrooms back here. Okay, yeah. So There was actually two pool tables. There was one in the... Uh, pool room too, where where I was staying. And let's see. Nope, oh, took my wife and daughter to the beach. It was a beautiful day. And oh, I didn't realize I put this in. I'm with my family in in uh, in the outer bay in uh, Swansboro. And here we did take. This is the last day I was in Swansboro. We we left the we cleaned up on Sunday. We left on Monday. Checked out. As usual, we left the building in perfect condition for the cleaning crew to come in. That's one of my goals whenever we rent a big place or rent anything is to leave it better than we found it. So I, I think we accomplished that very much so. And then headed to Swansboro on Monday. This was Tuesday. I got to spend some time on the beach after I had a mastermind session with a group. And it was a beautiful, beautiful day. It, got almost, it did get to 80 degrees that day. We were so fortunate. Can you modify that, Chief? Real that's quick? all I got. So, <laughs> um, if you want, I could open the folder and go through the other 500 pictures I've got, but I don't think everybody would care for that. So, uh, we won't do that. It wouldn't put people through that. So, I guys, hope you enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. Um, you guys got anything you want to add to that? 
Well, I think you did a nice summary. That was a it was a yeah. fantastic trip, and uh, anybody who missed it really missed it. It was uh, it was sensational. Um, you know, it was a little a little wearing for those of us that were there for the entire two weeks, but uh, I think a one week trip would have been fantastic for anyone, and uh, we sure all of us learned a lot. Mm-hmm. We did, we did. I know I did. And that's part of you know. There's nothing like being there staying together i mean yes we can go to a class in a classroom and you're going to learn a bunch and that works that works great and you know when time is an issue yeah there you go doing an event like this it's a it's a lot of work it was a big deal um without my family there cooking all the meals it wouldn't have happened i mean again if they wouldn't have been there we would have been eating a lot of frozen pizzas (laughs) um a lot of them and uh, but the, the food the old saying come for the uh, food stay for the training but after the second day that's what everybody was saying yeah okay now i get yeah. it now i get it so but let's do this let's spin the wheel i've got i mean i was just we, we shared some ideas here and i just i just asked the guys that were there um, unfortunately renee and robin couldn't be here with us today. Renee is on taking a break. So uh, kudos to you, Renee. I don't know if you're on the call or not, but if you are, hi. I, I doubt he is because he's, did he say where he was going? Is he, he going to some? Snowboarding. Huh? He was oh. going snowboarding. Snowboarding? Yeah. Oh, cool. thought he was going somewhere warm. But, uh, you know, he's the sport kind of guy, and, and Robin is teaching a class right now. Oh, look at that comment from Aaron. Um, oh, there you go. That's kind of cool. Thank you, Aaron. I like. I that. think that's a new slogan. I, I so. like that. The fun of summer camp with the value of a master's degree. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, <clears throat> uh, Margaret. Hi. I'm Chet GPT. I did not see that. If if that one lands, we'll talk about that. Let's spin the wheel and talk about a few things. Um, we'll see where it lands here. All right. So we're open to Q and A. Anybody on the call? Uh, do you have a Q&A, John and Kevin? You want to yeah. add a Q&A to this? I got uh, a couple questions here. Okay. Can we adjust the default size for wall blocking? Just the default size for wall blocking. Um, where are we going to find that? In the framing, probably? I think so. Let's go. Let's check our defaults under framing. Um, let's see if we have any options for that. Blocking, inline, staggered, cross-section. Um, we want to go to wall options, wall framing, um, wall connections, blocking, exterior, interior, staggered blocking. I don't think so. I think the blocking is going to be the same size as the studs. Yeah. That's, I, think, uh, I guess. The question may yeah. have risen from a uh, comment that was made at, at uh, I don't remember, it was week one or week two, about the possibility of doing wall blocking in uh, showers for uh, safety rails and things like that, where it'd be nice if you could put a, you know, two by 12 blocking in there as opposed to two by four behind a wall or else. So we could do that, but you're going to have to do it manually. I don't think there's any way to do that automatically. And let me show you how you could do that real quick. Uh, And let's see. And by the way, for those, Kevin is... You'll probably see him more often on our designer show. Um, Kevin is Kevin. Tell your story real quick. You, uh, got, you got ten seconds. No, you got a, you got thirty seconds. Uh, I am a uh, 
I'm a creative ironist. I, uh, I am a creative person who uh, happened to succeed in business. So I am trying now to teach others the same thing. And I'm now moving my business into more of a coaching role than a, than a uh, uh, design build role. And um, I'm trying to, uh, to uh, I don't know, help others. I, my kids don't want my business, so I want to turn it over. I want to turn my knowledge over to other people. The kids don't want your construction business. No. I mean, you've been doing construction contracting for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. And you finally hung up your contracting license and are now doing coaching consulting. And everybody on the call or watching this recording, if you ever need any help with your business, he's your guy. He's your guy. You can help with Chief quite a bit, too. Mm -hmm. I think you know a thing or two about the program. A little bit. I'm going to go ahead and frame a wall. Turn the frame. I'll turn the framing on here. So when you see the framing in a wall like this, see how we've got that framing right there? Now, you can edit this framing in two places. So if you need to put a block somewhere, you could just take one of these studs and copy it anywhere within the wall. And let's see, I do have to drag off of it, though. So I'm going to, you do have to drag it. You can't just copy paste. So I'm going to grab that. I'm going to pull it. I can rotate that. I can make it a bigger board if I want to. And then I could go like this and put it in the wall. And again, use your point to point. I'm going to snap that from, oh, I'm going to chief snap settings. Uh, not there. Copy of chief. All right. So there's a board I just made a copy of if you want to show that. Now, when you click on the wall and you hit this little icon right here to show the 3D framing of that wall, it's not going to look like 3D. It's going to look like a 2D drawing. But here's that board I just made a copy of right there. And if you just need to show part of it, you know, you don't need to show it all the way. You could do that. Oops. Looks like you can rotate it, too. Um, <laughs> so there you go. So you could do that all day long and to show the blocking in there. And I could open the dialogue. If you want that to be three-quarter blocking, you could do that. So if that's just supposed to be a piece of plywood, just make it three-quarters of an inch thick. Um and then you can make it any size you want. So that would be a nice way to show the blocking in a shower area. You might want to include a picture of this frame, this framed wall along with your plan. So if you, oh, I need to reposition that. So you could make a note on the floor plan, put blocking here. You could make a note uh, in a 3D elevation like I was just showing you. Or you could bring up a 3D view of the framing and you'd be able to see that blocking right there. You could make a, you could take a picture of this and make a note of it on the layout page if you wanted to. So there's a lot of different ways to do blocking and walls. Good question though, um, because that is something that's really important when you're doing those kinds of things. We got a little bit more explanation for Norman, um, who asked the original question. You see that? No. Remember, I'm watching the screen over here. You guys are seeing the comments over there, so. Um, New Zealand, we do rows at 800 high, and this is not an auto frame feature yet. Um, Dan, I'm going to have to say goodbye for a little bit. Hopefully, I'll okay. get back on. Okay, sounds good, John. Thanks. Um, uh, 800 high, you rows. Rows of what, Norman? Rows of blocking? So, so the idea is to get uh, to get your blocking in once and then you can multiple copy it if you wanted to. So that'd be another option. Again, 
just like any other thing, I could take that that right there. I could use the multiple copy function, and I could say, you know, every 16 inches, I want to make a copy of the framing. You see how it highlighted that wall stud item there? Because this is a wall framing item. I have to do the spacing here. So every 16 inches, it's going to leave a copy of that item in here. Um, that didn't seem right. What's it doing? It's not doing 16 inches. Let's try that again. Tab to, tab to get to the framing object, multiple copy. Um, you could do this in 3D and on elevations as well. Uh, primary offset 16. My studs 24, I wonder. Maybe they are. I didn't check that. I didn't catch that. I can't. That's right, though. I lost it. Anyway, you're going to be using your multiple copy. Um, did I get it? Okay. Multiple copy. Here we go. The icon should look like that. So just make it, yeah, it is 24 on center. Um, so there you go. So you could make those copies along a whole wall really quickly. So there's always going to be a little bit manual work done there. There yet. There's not going to be an automatic function for blocking that I'm aware of. Chief has a video about blocking. Norman, um, who said that? You see that? Albert Ford. Okay. Um, Albert, if you could post a link, that'd be great. Chief will auto frame on rows of blocking at centers of the wall, but I need to manually frame the wall. I have a request to have this added. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I do. You know, once you get good with the, you know, you start working with the trim tools and things like that, trim and extend, get those, get those CAD tools down so you can do this kind of work easily you know in an elevation view like this you can modify this stuff pretty quickly if you're using trim and extend so sometimes i'll have a wall that doesn't frame quite right maybe i need to raise this up 12 inches so i'll just you know pull that up and then you can hit the extend tool and extend all your studs up to that and you're done so not that i would do that in this wall but again the, the framing tools work exactly the same in any situation as they do when you're doing 2D CAD layout. So, um, all right. All right, we got another question, anybody? Well, actually, let's go spin the wheel. Maybe we'll come up with some other things here. So let's go over here and we'll just spin around. Um, and we had some fun with spin the wheel at our summit. It was really cool. Wisdom, wisdom, Kevin, you said that one, I believe. What I did. did you say? What did you say about wisdom? Uh, you know, I'm going to remind myself what I said. <laughs> I'll remind you. You had said, um, learn from those that have been there before. Wisdom is born of experience. Ah, uh, yeah. And <clears throat> and experience is born of a lot of challenges. Um, the uh, I think the thing that we all learned there was that there was always somebody who understood um, possibly more than we did about any given subject. So while it was really fun to be able to share the wisdom of our years and, and uh, what, we, what we've grown to know, I was really thrilled with the idea that I was also learning from others. Um, I saw that Chad Hulberson just joined us and Hulberson, I don't know how you pronounce your name, Chad, but I'm gonna guess, Hulberson. Hulgerson. And uh, Chad and I had a couple of great conversations where I was learning from him and uh, hopefully, you know, he learned something from me as well. Um, it was just, it was uh, the wisdom of 
that uh, of a group like that was really an incredible experience from the summit um, across all the days. It really was. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to end at the summit because we're doing some of that right now. And so right. you guys on the call, um, share some of your wisdom too. When you, you know, when we're trying to answer something, we don't have an answer. And I know you guys are great at this already, but I'm going to encourage more of it. Just, just feel free to answer our questions, answer the questions as well, if you can. I know we can't, with this program I use, it's not like Zoom where I can just have you, up, you know, put you up on the call. You have to type it in, but uh, feel free to do that. So I know um, one other thing that I, I think prompted my thought in the first place was the idea that I think people had a preconceived notion of um, what the summit was or, you know, it might be a classroom experience. And um, I wanted to kind of describe that it was not that it was multiple experiences all in one. Um, you know, I don't think I could, I think, was it Aaron or whoever just said about the, uh, the church, not church camp, but summer camp experience. Uh, we, we met as a group daily, and then we would break off into other groups. And those groups extended into feeling like there was even more knowledge to share. So mm -hmm. uh, then some of us broke off into those and we created uh, lunchtime events where we talked about specific topics. I know Robin and I split off in two different floors and talked about different things all week. Got back together after lunch as a group. We broke into the two major groups where we had a more advanced set and then a more general set of, of people attending. And then broke for dinner and came back and did it again. At 7.30 at night, we would meet again. And I don't think anyone really expected that they were going to get all of that out of a single day. Right. We put in long, day, long days every yep. day and every it was day. really fun it was really exhausting but it was very exhilarating at the same time so it was pretty cool um all right thanks kevin let's get let's spin up the wheel <clears throat> all right water regulations you you commented with this about robin robin uh was doing robin was doing some kitchen classes and they got to talking or kitchen and bath they got to talking about water and kevin you'd commented to robin about this uh, why don't you go ahead and take that question real quick if you don't mind she said she had co commented the oregon shower code oh i was told, I... I was told by ferguson incorrectly so ferguson who sells this kind of stuff uh, informed her incorrectly so uh, oregon um yeah go ahead uh robin was essentially she was teaching uh, things that mostly had to do with kitchens and baths and, and where her forte is, that and in instruction itself. Um, and she wanted to send along an apology to the group that she was misinformed and had done some research afterwards and found out that she was misinformed. That um, I don't know what the, what the question was because I was probably teaching something in a different place, but um, Robin apologizes and says that, uh, you know, she's now been corrected. The, uh, the thing that I find interesting about the whole code uh, contemplation around water and conservation of water is that while the government said, okay, as far as any given fixture is concerned, you can't have more than, I think it's 1.8 gallons. gallons per minute. They did not restrict the number of fixtures. So, you know, for instance, <laughs> I, I did a, uh, I did a, a, a master bath once where the owner said, I want a car wash. And by the time we, <laughs> we had it, I've done those. We had an eight-inch main shower head. We had a 20-inch. These are all on separate controls, by the way. They each had their own valves and own temperatures. 
a 20 inch shower head, I mean a, a rain head. Then we had the personal wand shower on the hose. And then we had, what did we have? And then we had eight body jets. So really, <laughs> if, 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 the that, guy, if the guy coughed a little bit, he was going to drown. Um, did, that, did that have a soap cycle in it too? It did not have the soap cycle. I actually asked <laughs> him, where are you going to soap up? You know, how can you do this? The jets are hitting you from all sides. We were, we were pushing 15 gallons per minute, which was all code compliant given the regulations. But it doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense given the purpose what, of the regulations. What, what, what do you have to put in for a water heater to keep up with that? Oh yeah, we had we had a uh, we had a continuous uh, sorry what's the word a tankless we had a tankless that was uh, supported by a by a tank then we had a three quarter inch water pipe we had to put a three inch drain in to uh, to catch all the water oh, that was wow. coming out of there so uh, I was going to say he doesn't need soap because the damn thing's going to wash all of skin off anyway pressure <laughs> <So, laughs> that's amazing uh, yep. all right so but anyway by, by golly so, we're only getting one point two gallons per flush. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so they might want to work on that code a little bit huh um yeah i've done projects like that too in the past where i had you know we had three shower bars two water heads and a handheld so yeah i mean yeah they could have washed their car cool uh let's let's uh interrupt here um Oh boy, here's the chat AI. This this one, you guys that are on the call, this is a really big deal. Okay, this isn't a small deal. This is a big deal. I was kind of hoping we'd get this one. Kind of hoping, then kind of hoping not. Um, but what is it, chat AI? Well, I'm going to summarize. Renee brought this up the first day we were there and was it showing. Was, he did it on the show last time. That's when he brought it up. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, last we were there at the event. But he right. had shown it to me way before that. Um, so that's part of the reason it came up. Um, Chat AI is uh, something that we're going to start seeing a lot about moving forward. So let me just get to the screen. I believe I had open for that somewhere on my computer. Let's see, um, here it is. So, so let's say that, um, and I've been using this ever since, and I've created some pretty cool things with it. Um, even great for writing love letters, you guys. Check it out. I, I, <laughs> I, I turned them off here so you don't see them. Um, anyway, it's uh, let's say that you want to do uh, an agreement. Let's let's just type in a question. Uh, write me a. Geez, uh, let's see if I can do this right. Write a, write a design agreement for a. There's a then show. Um, design project. All right, and then let's hit gener generate response. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> something that was really good. Let me just try that again. So it doesn't work. So I just thought we'd fool you with this. Um, <laughs> let me try that again. It's been idle for a while. Maybe I needed to refresh the page. Let's try it again. Okay, now it's thinking. And here it's going to start writing it. This agreement's entered between. Blah, blah, blah. So you could say different kinds of, right? Of educational design agreement, right? A very strict legal design agreement, right? A, a fun design agreement. Try different words and see what kind of other agreements you get up there. Uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, ask it questions. 
it's going to give you answers that you can work with. Uh, I'm using it to check emails I write now. Um, I might even ask it to write an email for me. One of the things about this, though, if, you know, if you run a blog, I was just talking with Jolene about this yesterday, my marketing person, she's using it. And um, you got to be careful with it because Google knows, because Google can tell if you've taken and plagiarized a lot of stuff using this AI system. So if you're writing a blog, writing things that you're going to post online that Google can search, make sure you make it your own words before you ask this program to, to do something with it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not the best, I mean, I'm okay writer, but I'm not the best in the world. But when I write my story and I pop it in here and I let it kind of rewrite it and then I go through it again, it's like, I feel like I'm really, like I've just hired a good copywriter and uh, it's really cleaning things up for me. So check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's free. I, I think last I heard you can't beat free. And um, if you want to get a little bit more, uh, it, it, you know, their servers get busy. So maybe that's what happened here. I'm still in the free version. So their server, you know, just chugged for a little bit there. Um, for 20 bucks a month, you can get their enhanced version. So it's not expensive. But I, I can see just a ton of application for this. What about you guys? You see anything that you could use this on? I <clears throat> definitely helped me with my grammar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, personally, I've seen... Um, I've seen this used in different ways, and uh, I've been involved in that industry for a long time prior to my current occupation. I wrote wrote a white paper on the future of artificial intelligence back in 1999. So it's been around for a while. The, uh, the exciting thing and the scary thing is that uh, it's maturing, and it's maturing very, very quickly. And I think we're going to see yeah. a major change to our industry in the next five years through artificial intelligence so it's i think we're going to see it everywhere so yeah. i would say embrace this yeah um get used to it because it's here it's not going to go away all right i just told the write a story about remodeling using minnesota slang <laughs> see if they get it in there um you know real whiz bang carpenter <laughs> yeah you betcha <laughs> <laughs> carpenter's busy as a beaver you got it you got it kiddo <laughs> This is great. Hot dang. I didn't even know we spoke like this in Minnesota. Who's the nanny? Because <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I don't think we do. It's they got a, a few little, things to learn yet. A little bit overboard on this, but <laughs> see, see how simple it is? Create a story about remodeling. You know, give it more, give it more details and uh, or you know, copy and paste your whole blog article in here and have it rewrite it and see what it comes up with. So um, and you betcha you're gonna get some really good results. So that, that this to me was for me, coming away from the summit was a, one of the high, highlights, the top things I got, got out of the summit as far as new tools to use. So this is a big one. Um, anyway, we haven't even really touched on Chief that much here. So, all right, let's get back to it. Let's, uh, let's um, go spin the wheel for the next one, unless someone has some questions. But um, we're going to get down to Q&As only here in a little bit. <clears throat> I should move some of those off of there. Networking? I think we kind of covered that already. Yeah, um, unless you want to expound on that a, a little bit, you know, networking really is everything, Kevin. It's what you wrote. Um, business was made. Of, business was made, and friendships were born. I saw both, and I'm looking forward to seeing more. So, those that were at the summit, I'm, I'm encouraging. We will encourage them to uh, continue com working with each other. So, um, we're going to see a lot more of that. All right, let's spin this wheel again. 
All right, Q&A, anybody got a question for us? There was a question that kind of just needs uh, this one here. I can't seem to copy and paste from my user catalog. These are CAD details I've modified and edited to fit our use up here, um, but they will not paste into my plan after it's worked for years. Anybody seen that with X15? Um, you don't copy and paste from a from a uh, from the library. You just click and click on this you, you highlight and click um so i this is a brand new install of x15 i haven't even by the way x15 is available for everybody now um it is public beta so they don't call it beta anymore i'm seeing that so you guys um can uh go into your uh digital locker and it should be there if it's not just contact chief and they'll make it available you can download it and use it and it's really really it's a really nice upgrade so they've done some things in here that are really cool um i'm going to talk about this one even if it doesn't come up on the wheel so the uh the uh let's go find some cad details here so if you have a cad detail uh you should be able to just take that and click on your screen i wonder oh you know i wonder if it's putting it in on the wrong layer maybe that's what's happening so what i would suggest you do uh when you when you put something from a, when you from grab a CAD something from a get cad detail you do have to copy and paste it she's talking from about the from library. the library so if no. you open the cad detail window you're saying if it looked to me like you were going to try to put the cad detail into the plan is that what you were doing Oh, no, you know what? I know th that's not what I was doing. Um, okay. But you're right. I was clicking. I was clicking on the wrong thing in the library. But yeah, if you're in the CAD detail, you would have to copy, you know, copy and paste that in your plan. I was right. looking for the library. I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong project browser, not the library. So if we go to the core catalogs and we go find some CAD blocks and we will grab a CAD block. By the way, the new library is going to take you a little getting used to. Yeah, it sure is. So, yeah. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing so far, but it will take you getting used to. And you can turn the different blocks that you see here on and off. So if you don't want to see all the details, turn that block off. If you don't want to see tags, turn that block off. So you can open those up to be a little bit more of what you're used to. Uh, so it does work pretty well. So let's go um, just look at our CAD blocks here again. Let's add uh, CAD detail. Let's grab that one. Let's go back to our floor plan uh, and click on the page and there's your detail now again if the detail is not there check you know right now cad default layer is turned on that's the layer that the detail is coming in so if you've got your own cad details that you've been doing and you've been putting them in the user library make sure that you know check the layer that they're on the easy way to check it is just to go to all layers on just go all layers on click the uh check mark here and go down here and hit select all and make sure this is a check mark so then you'll know every single possible layer in your plan is turned on and then we can click okay and now you will know that is there or not this has happened to me before where i was paste and paste and what's going on it's not working i turn all layers on and sure enough it was on a layer that i didn't have on so check that art that might marnie be what's had going the same on. marnie had the same thing happen to him yeah let try that and let me know if you, if all the details you were pasting are there now so go check that out and let me know if that was it i can't think of any other reason they wouldn't be there not right off hand anyway 
There's always a reason, except on Tuesdays. It's always operator error. Um, all right. Any other questions? That's it for now that I see. All right. Let's go back to our wheel. And if we don't get questions, we'll just keep spinning till we land. I suppose I could turn some of the Q&As off. All right. We'll just pick stuff off the wheel. We don't have to spin it, really. But it's just fun to spin the wheel. <laughs> Q&A. All right. We'll hide that choice. Um, it was fun. Renee gave away a bunch of things for, at the event. And uh, all right. Let's just go, go to one. Let's go to the um, – how are we doing on time? 12.44. I'm going to go talk about the uh, um, XYZ ref reference because this, to me, is a really big deal. For a lot a, of people, I actually uh, had a client. I had a client that drew a house a couple of years ago, and it, because of the way it was, it kind of had to shift floors in in between two two parts of the house. Yeah, this would have been perfect for that. Because mm. we're right, having Chuck, all kinds of trouble getting stuff to come together right. So, if you were in Chief Beta Two and you check the floor reference, um, it looked like this. Okay, so you notice there's some. Right here, there's some things that look at what looks like this. Now, when we go to um, X, the, the newest public beta, and we click the floor number, look at these things that they've added, X, Y, Z angle. This is a big deal if you, here's where this is a really big deal. All right, um, if you have a project that has more than one building in it, I know most of you, yeah, that's fine. If you have a house and a garage, you're separate. You draw it on one plan. Or maybe not. Uh, maybe you want to draw them in separate plans. So anytime you have a project with multiple buildings in it, um, you want to create those plans in multiple plan files. You don't want to draw a whole bunch of houses on one plan because it gets to be a really big file and it's really difficult to keep track of everything. So but what you can do with this new reference You'll see here I'm referencing plan two, um, and I'm in plan two. So if I go to, let me go back to plan one. Let me cancel this. So this is this is a second building I want to put on this lot. So you could do a whole neighborhood like this. You could have 20 houses, and you could have one big plot drawn, and you could XREF, I think that's called XREF, all of those houses into different positions into one plan uh, without actually copying and pasting the plan into that. So let's close this. Um, let's see, what am I doing here? Plan view. Oh, there it is. Okay. So you see the red building is not really drawn in this plan. It's, it's being referenced from another plan. So this is plan one. Okay. Now I'm looking at the floor plan. Here's plan two. Here's the other plan. Okay. So again, you could have house one, two, three, four, five, as many as you want, as far as I know. And so what I wanted to do was reference this house here. Now, what I did is I drew the house in a different position because I'm just learning this right now. So I wouldn't, I didn't know I have to play with these, this X, Y offset, and then we can angle the house a little bit. So we'll have to see how those works and we'll get into that as time goes on. And I'm not quite sure what XOR means. Do you know what that means, John or Kevin? Uh, Renee would probably know what that means, but uh, that's beyond my scope of knowledge uh, at this point isn't it the, the actual versus the reference possibly but i don't know yeah. what you're supposed to put in there to make it yeah. a difference yeah, so i'm not, I'm not sure, sure. Um, no. but we'll figure all that stuff out and we'll tell you about it someday 
So here I am, I'm in plan one and I want to show both houses. So what I, you know, when I bring up a, a 3D view, it's going to just show the one house. Okay. Nothing in the backyard. All right. But what I can do is I can XREF and save cameras. So what I could do is I can go to my project browser now and I could go into uh, to the, the cam cameras that I've saved. And here's the view I saved with the house in the back being referenced into the camera view. So I could open that and here you go. So now this house here, I can't click on it and change it here, but I could change it in the other, in the actual plan I'm working on. And there you go. In fact, I'm curious. Let's just go back to that and let's go change something on it. Let's change this to a gable. All right. So I think I still have auto roofs turned on here. Um, okay. So now I've got a gable. So now if I go back here, this should change to a gable and voila, it did. So just like having views on a layout that, automatically update the XREF, the, the reference back to the plan you're working on will change. So here I've, I've referenced plan one is the one I'm working on. Plan two is the plan that is, uh, I wanna have that building show up here and I can specify what layer set, I can then I can define where it's going to be in this plan I'm working on. So it's a little tricky when you're doing a whole neighborhood to get those coordinates just right, but that's something that will, work on and start defining how to do that. Uh, but uh, go over the advantages, uh, you know, what this, the problems that this solves because well, uh, you're dealing with uh, different height issues for the different houses, the different uh, soil or different terrain levels. Well, with files. I've, I've done neighborhoods before where I've had a big project with lots of buildings on it. And what I had to do was open each model. I had to turn off the interiors of the house and I, because when you have everything in one plan, you start generating these massive uh, amount of surfaces in your plan. And that can really slow your computer down. So what I've done is I've, um, with that particular thing, I did that. And then I created the symbol out of it. Okay. So you just take and you go to um, 3D and you go to, um, let's see, you would create, is it 3D? It's under tools. Tools. Um, symbol and um, convert whatever you see on the screen to a symbol. So I would convert the whole house to a symbol and I create a library full of symbols and I'm, I would come and paste those onto the 3D model. Okay. So if I would change this, if I change the house a little bit, I'd have to go redo that whole process again. This way I could create one plan that is the whole plot of the whole area with the survey on it and everything. And then I could uh, start drawing each house and then reference them to certain spots on that one plan. So again, I could reference a whole bunch of houses and that would work really well too. And then as I go change the plans, my reference neighborhood, I'll be up to date, it's live. So it's the live updates. So if you're just doing single family homes and that's all you ever do, you, um, you really won't have much use for it. If you're doing res remodeling and you wanna show existing versus new, yeah, you're gonna have a use for this um, but you won't need that. You won't be needing this. You wouldn't need these last three things because everything would be in the same place. But again, this is something new that uh, as Chief moves forward with making itself a more powerful program, it's a really big deal for, uh, for a lot of people that do multiple Here, projects. Here's another issue it solves right here. And you can't use the uh, paint floor on a plan when you have multiple buildings, same model. Yeah, exactly. If you change one material, you change the whole, all of the models. Um, 
So anyway, this is this is something we discovered on the last day we were there that they had because they had just released the the update and none of us had noticed before that those functions weren't there as part of beta two. So pretty cool. Um, what does the help button explain for XOR? I don't know. We don't have enough time for that right now. But I'm gonna go check it anyway. <laughs> XOR. Let's let's hit the help button. This is something we discussed too. Whenever you need help with something, hit the help button. How about that? <laughs> um, unless you're a guy, then you figure it out first. Then help the help. Then then hit the help button. Uh, XOR just... drawing changes the color of lines in the reference floor plan when they are on top floor if the lines have identical properties. Change. I don't know. It makes no sense to me what that says. So we have, probably have to hit a related video on that one. Is it just a check? Do you put a check mark in the in the box, or do you do something else with it? It's just a check mark. Um, yeah. I wonder if it just changes which one's the reference and which one's the actual. It's just a plan view thing. Oh, it only is, it only shows up for plan view. Oh, okay. It's it's born of the AutoCAD world. Um, so yeah. if, somebody, if somebody came in chief only, then they were not exposed to it to begin with. So it's a very foreign concept to to uh, people who haven't been in in the AutoCAD world. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, cool. Um, all right. Any questions? Anybody got any questions? Here's a question. When is the appropriate next summit? Approximate. Date? Approximate. Approximate. Okay. I need to plan and book in. Don't know yet. Um, the the uh, builder show uh, next year is on the same week I would like to have the summit. So it's either going to be before or after that. Um, I will let everybody know as soon as I find out. So Norman, send me an email so that I can get you on the list to the contact right away. Um, it will be only one week that I know for sure. We're not going to do two weeks again. It seemed like a really good idea at the time. <laughs> so we're there. Let's just do it twice, it, right? It wasn't too Ooh. bad. You just had to go to bed every night instead of staying up till two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> I did pretty good at that. So I said, remember the first day I said, remember, pace yourself. We're going to be here for a while. Uh -huh. Yeah. My biggest adjustment has been not being around people 14 hours a day. I know. You know and that's just being by ourselves again. You know, that's, that's an adjustment. It. It's really fun. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I'm just saying it's an, it's an adjustment, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to just being the two of us again. John, offset railings. Tell me how to do that because I haven't tried it even once. So let's really? go to this deck over here on plan one. All right. And let's offset a railing. So go ahead All and right. select your, let's get a 3D view so we can see it happen. All right. So let's bring up our 3D. I'll just do a one level overview. I'll tile our display by pulling the tab down to the side till it splits. We'll spin that bad boy around. So, you know, this view doesn't have that building XREF referenced onto this particular plan. All right. <clears throat> and here, let me show you how you would reference it real quick, because I didn't really show that. Um, back to that topic. So you go to the floor number. And in this case, now you see that um, I closed plan number two, I believe. Let's see if it's listed here. 
yeah, it's because the plan is open in one of the tabs, I can reference it right here. If it wasn't open, I would hit choose an existing plan and then go to, I can pick any plan anywhere on my computer. But I'll go to plan two. Now it's being referenced. I set to minus 74 and now it will show up there. And you can change the camera style that you know that you want to use for that. And I'm set to one level overview. So that's why we're seeing it like that. Anyway, how do we offset this railing? Let's do all three railings at once and move them. What do we want to move them to the outside of the board of the rim? That makes sense. Um, yeah, you can. You, you move the rail, the rail and balusters separate from the posts. Right. And then you can move the whole system as well. So I'm going to select the railings. And so where do we start? All right. So go to, uh, first of all, you probably want to set your wall thickness and get your balusters set the, what, how you want them. So what do we want there? Right now it's three and a let's half. Do, let's just do six and then we'll do six inch post as well. All right. So we set the rail thickness. Six inch newels. And then we go to our um, newels and balusters. We're going to change those to six as well. Okay. So now we got heavier then, posts. Yeah. So let's make the rail, the rail top, top and bottom rail, just a two by four or something smaller than that. Right now okay. it's doing filling the filling the wall cavity, right? Um, so we want to go to rails and make these. Right now it's fitting. So yeah. Okay. So we'll go like that. So they're gonna yeah, look a little good. goofy, but we'll, that'll give you the idea. So okay. now the rail's right in the middle, right? Correct. All right, so let's go to the, I think it's the rail newels and balusters first, I think. Go ahead and select that. And then there's a horizontal offset there. Go ahead and offset it like an inch or an inch and a half. I'm going to move, move the top now, rail and the bottom it, rail. It actually it actually moved the posts. Moved everything. Oh, moved the it moved, posts. It moved, it moved the newel posts over. So now That's let's because we're under because we're under newels and posts. Okay. Right. Let's let's go to your um, picture then, so we can see what happened. Okay. So it moved them in. So, so see, I it should... moved it in. Moved the newels in from the edge of the deck. Okay. So I should check. Um, so now let's go back. Go back to the to the dialogue. So I need to check uh, at this time. Mine, I need to make it. No. Oh, okay. Go no, ahead. Leave it, just leave it right there. Let's All right. Go, go ahead. Go to go to rail style now. Rail style. Yep. And now there's another horizontal right here. Okay. Let's make that one minus an inch and a half, and that should move the newels back out to the edge of the deck, and keep the railing in in the same position. Same right. relationship to the newels. Okay. So if we wanted to move everything to the outside of the deck, we can now. Would go, now you would go minus six to the outside of the deck, and you could set the bottom. Yeah, so we could move this so the, the posts could be right on, you know, right on the outside of the right. deck. And then and we'd we, want we to set the then, – then you're right. I didn't realize that's where you wanted to go with it. That's okay. Um, but we get the so idea. We, we, could the ex, the other side. we could extend the balusters down along the edge of the deck. Um, yep we can do all that separately now so we're getting close i mean we can do um rim mounted balusters do, now, or uh, yeah, yeah. Rim, yeah rim mounted balusters and posts in yep. posts or we could have the post you know inside the the rim but the balusters on the outside of the rim i mean so yep. that looks like yep. we just have to figure out again this first time i've even you know john showed me about when we were leaving that they added that i'm one that must have been part of the new 
public release too because you were trying that earlier in the week it wouldn't yeah, work and it, and it wasn't working yet so i think um, they got that fixed so that's pretty you can cool. also stairways also have it now so that you can offset the railing off from the edge with with the with the newels so that's kind <clears> of a <throat> cool thing to be able to get stairways closer to looking right yeah yeah so we'll play with that and we'll report back to you well uh, our next summit our next summit <laughs> <laughs> our next designer show uh i think we'll we'll discuss uh, probably the next couple of designer shows let's discuss the new features in chief because there are a bunch of them and some of them are really yeah. really good yeah uh, um you know i like the new denoise feature that they have for rendering um and some of that stuff live, so live material lists live material lists i mean yeah so go ahead and uh download that so we're just about done here for the day uh, thank you guys for being here. I do want to suggest, I, I want to mention one thing uh, next up on our list and uh, go to Chief Expert Academy and you might see this on the show page here, but uh, uh, Jolene and I are going to put together a course and talking about, we're going to get into branding and, and marketing for your business. One of the comments that we had from people at the show is they're really busy. Why should they market? And it's like, well, not when you're busy, that is the best time to market. And a lot of times when people ask me, I'm busy, why do I need to market? My first question to them, are you getting the kind of jobs that you like? Are you getting the kind of projects and customers that you really want to do and that you really people you really want to work for? More often than I'll say, yeah, most of them, but not all of them, or no, nah, nah, not really liking the kind of stuff I'm getting. So so your brand, your marketing, your, these are pictures from the actual summit, by the way. Um, though that's, that's what you want your brand to do. You, you want your brand to bring you the kind of clients that you want to work with, the type of projects you want to do. So be sure to, to use your branding and marketing to do that. And so Julian's uh, assembling a really, really nice course. It's going to be a, it's a 12 month commitment. Uh, we meet once a month and really dig into things. And there's going to be some done for you uh, parts to the to this as well if you elect to go that route so um look look to that um if you click on this you could get on the wait list and we'll uh, be sure to let you know you'll get early access to uh, everything and we'll notify you when it's ready to roll so check it out and so we got that coming up um we will be doing some I'm going to start launching or digging into the mastering course again. So I'm hoping to do uh, a new online series with that. Uh, Kevin, I know you've got some things that we'll be working on together. So I'm excited about that and uh, kind of go from there. So, and, and uh, we just, we've got, uh, we're not slowing down one bit guys. We got lots of cool things coming for you. We're looking forward to helping you any way we can. So reach out to us if you need help on anything. With that, I'll say goodbye. You guys, John, Kevin, you want to add anything? Nope. Just Everybody have a great weekend. Kevin, yep. you don't have any more words? Come on, man. What's <laughs> up with up that? The time's up. Oh, well, not for you. Um, thanks, guys. Everybody have a great uh, weekend. We'll see you next time. This is Bye, Kevin and John signing off for the Designer Show. Bye.